Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading the airport, right? Yeah, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra $0.25 a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a $0.25 a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR. Can the Chicago Bulls continue their winning ways today against the San Antonio Spurs, a team that has given the Bulls some trouble in the past? We're going to talk about that. We're also going to talk about the trade deadline and how active are the Chicago Bulls really going to be. We're going to do all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. Alright Bulls fans, welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central. I'm the host here, Hayes. You can follow me at CEO Hayes if you choose to do so. The Bulls play the San Antonio Spurs tonight. It's game day! As you already know, the Bulls need to be have a solid win streak going into the All-Star break if they really want to try to move up the positioning when it comes to the playoff. The Bulls right now sit as, sit as the ninth seed in the Eastern Conference. They've been on their way up. Since the Minnesota Timberwolves game, which dropped us to 11-18 and 18 on the season, we are, we are ranked 8th in defensive rating, and our opponent's uh, three-point percentage has dropped considerably, and we're giving up less three-pointers overall, which was a huge issue for the Chicago Bulls um, at, at the beginning part of the season. Just how many threes, and the fact that more, more teams than not were coming in and really setting their three-point uh, totals against the Chicago Bulls. We're seeing that come down considerably here in the last like month and a half for the Chicago Bulls. And so if the Bulls need to con- continue that, one thing I always talk about with this Bulls team is the, cons- the consistent defensive effort. They're going to have to expound on teams, and they cannot look overlook any teams from now until the end of the season. They just can't. The Bulls have not put themselves in a position to have the uh, ability to overlook any team or take any team for granted. Now, P- Patrick Williams and Alice Caruso both listed as questionable in this game tonight against the San Antonio Spurs. Uh, the Spurs do have Devin Vassell, Jeremy Sohan are both out. Keldon Johnson and Trey Jones are both listed as questionable as well. And the, the Spurs come in as the 21st ranked offense in the NBA, the 30th ranked defense in the NBA, and the 16th in rebounding. So those are things that all play into the Bulls' favor in this, except the rebounding. The, Bull, the, the Spurs do rank higher than the Chicago Bulls when it comes to rebounding, and we know that this team usually fare betters when they rebound the ball and can win that rebounding battle. So that's going to be something that we're definitely going to have to look out for. The Bulls are going to have to be locked into if they do want to avoid being embarrassed by the Spurs tonight. And that's just what it comes down to with this team. How much does this team want? That's the biggest thing that we question with this team is how much do they actually want these games when they face some adversity, when teams go on runs, how are they going to respond to that? They haven't always responded to it the best this season, and that's evident in their record, especially against sub-500 teams. And even though those numbers that I just gave you, with the Spurs ranking towards the bottom half of the league in both offense and defense, and they sit right now with only 14 wins on the season, why am I nervous about this game? Because that's how the Chicago Bulls have played this season. They have not 
done good against teams that are under 500. You have another team that that's coming in today under 500 that's coached extremely well when you look at having Greg Popovich as the coach there. And this is a team that exposed us last season with a simple pick and roll. Now, Jeremy Sohan being out really could open up the game some from Patrick Williams. Jerry Sohan, by the way, is a player that I scouted in the offseason for the Chicago Bulls. I would have been extremely interested in the Bulls drafting. But nonetheless there, he he's he's out in this game, is not going to play. So that puts uh, uh, Bates Diop here in the starting lineup for, or Doug McDermott, one of those guys are going to be in the starting lineup for the San Antonio Spurs. And that's a matchup that Patrick Williams needs to take advantage of offensively. We've seen Patrick Williams be more aggressive, um, understanding his matchups a little bit better than what he has at any point in his career, understanding when he can put the ball on the floor and take other forwards off the dribble. Those are things that Patrick Williams can do. and can do pretty damn well, but we're going to need to see that tonight. You also look at uh, Romeo Langford, another player that may be out in this game, and if Josh Richardson steps in there, either way, Zach Levine needs to be the Zach Levine he was against the Portland Trailblazers. They're already going to be missing their starting point guard as well. And Trey Jones is probably going to be starting rookie Malachi Branham. How does our second-year player in Iota Sumu fare in that matchup? Looking at Doug McDermott probably being in there with Keldon Johnson being questionable if he does not play. DeMar DeRozan is going to have to step up again. And Jakob Porto being a player that a lot of Bulls fans want, and I understand because he's a solid player on both sides of the ball, and those type of players usually have given uh, Nikola Vucevic some trouble that can match his size and are pretty damn good defensive players. So this is going to be another game where we need the big three to step up and play like a big three. We're going to need Vucevic consistently, um, and consistency, I should say, but we're also going to need Andre Drummond off the bench. I love that, that Billy Donovan has been playing Andre Drummond, and we're seeing results on that. Does he still get some early fouls? Yes. But Andre Drummond's starting to figure out how to play himself even when he is in foul trouble. And uh, Andre Drummond that does that for the Chicago Bulls team makes this team just that much more formidable. This team has to be locked in on all sides of the ball, in every facet of the game. You, This is not a team that you want to overlook. And as I said before to start this off, the Bulls have the, do not have the luxury to overlook any team in the NBA right now. They just don't. So, you know, we, we need to see this team. I don't, I want to see them understand the importance of this matchup. I want to see a Bulls team that comes in, takes care, care of business, and executes damn well um, to, to end this season. That's what I want to see. They get to play this game at home, get some home cooking in. Hopefully they put on a show for the Chicago Bulls fans in attendance. But outside of all that, right? Kobe White, the way that he's been playing, putting pressure on the defense, right? If Alex Caruso does play in this game, him and having his ability to get the Bulls extra possessions on top of everything else, I like the bench rotation lately. And I will say this, last couple of games, Billy Donovan, while not perfect, has been making adjustments. The adjustments he made on Dame Lillard in that last game specifically, choosing a double and triple team Dame Lillard at times, completely put the Bulls back in that game in a position to win it. That's what we need to see from this Bulls team today. We need to see good coaching, execution on both sides of the ball from the players, and we need to see the big three step up and play like a big three. And as well, Ayodosumu, can he continue his recent amazing play that has really kind of opened some some fans' eyes back to reminding them of what the potential Ayodosumu has in him as a player? We know a lot of Bulls fans are saying that the Bulls need a point guard at the trade deadline, and I understand that mindset. But one of the things that we do need to understand as well, as long as DeMar DeRozan is on this team, any point guard you put in the starting lineup is going to have to play off the ball because 
Billy Donovan and the way that he runs his offense, it's mainly going to go through DeMar DeRozan or Nikola Vucevic. That's the one, that's the player that we need to operate through is Nikola Vucevic and allow other players to, you know, come in and do their things. We need the role players to step up. Already talked about Patrick Williams. Already talked about Iota Sumu. Talked about Kobe White as well. Andre Drummond, just his ability to be a player that just hustles is so underrated at times when he's able to do the right things. Now, sometimes when he gets his own rebound back in those putbacks, and sometimes he does a little bit too much and extra things where he goes into this mode where it's like, all right, Andre, Dre, come on, slow down a little bit, brother. But outside of those things, this team needs to be locked in. And when they are locked in, we get results. And yes, coaching at times has hurt the Chicago Bulls team, I, but I do need and I, sh- and I want to acknowledge Billy Donovan is Done a little bit better in some of the areas that I usually critique him in. Again, still not a perfect coach at any stretch of the imagination, and he won't be. But we need to see that. We need to see coaching not actively hurting us, right? And this is the San Antonio Spurs team coming in as well that has lost like their last like seven games, I think, and they're on the road for like their next eight games. So a long road stretch for the San Antonio Spurs. Can the Bulls come in and take advantage? And I know it sucks that we have to say that about a team that the Bulls should be clearly better than when you look at the team's respective records. But it doesn't always go that way on paper as it should, especially with this team that has been very up and down all season. But you guys can let me know down below what are your expectations from this uh, from this game. And also, get back to the question of the day. Who outside of the big three do you think has the biggest output tonight for the Chicago Bulls? Let me know that down below as well. We'll also put it in the community tab over on the YouTube page. But all right. Moving away from that, and we already talked about the Kyrie Irving trade yesterday in the mailbag episode, which I did drop late, but trade deadline is basically here. And one thing that we will do, even though I experience the thrill of March Madness, if you're still out on the hunt for a sports book to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter the bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boost. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim the code Bull Central, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime from anywhere. Use the promo code Bull Central to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Don't expect the Chicago Bulls to be very active at the trade deadline as we'll be co-live streaming here on Chicago Bulls Central and NBA Central, probably about an hour leading to the trade deadline. I'll give it a chance for any deals to go down. We'll break down those deals and then see what the Chicago Bulls 
do as well in that time. But right now, players that are expected to be, to be moved at the trade deadline and chips left to be fall. Now, these aren't, aren't players that necessarily the Bulls, I expect the Bulls to get um, involved in, but just kind of the, the players that we're looking for and seeing who's going to be traded. OG Ananobi, and really, when it comes down to it, the Toronto Raptors as a whole, if they decide to move off some of those young players that they have down there, players that kind of all fit kind of similar roles, and they've had issues with box plus minus with them on the, on the court. But OG Ananobi seems like the one that right now is involved in the mo most trade rumors. That does not mean a Pascal Siakam cannot be moved and a, and a Fred Van Vliet as well. So there's some of those um, that, that could be moved. So watching what the Toronto Raptors do and watching what they do with OG Ananobi is definitely one. D'Angelo Russell. Now, this is an interesting one because the Minnesota Timberwolves made a trade that they should have known. And I think a lot of people understood that, hey, this is a pretty big bet. If you're going the, t the Twin Tower lineup with two bigs, uh, two centers in that lineup, and it hasn't really worked when those centers are on the court together. And I don't know if they're, I don't really expect them to move one of those players here at that trade deadline. But, but Russell is, D'Angelo Russell is definitely one of those players who could be moved as well. He, he's proven that he can be a, a, a good third scoring option. Um, and, you know, you don't necessarily want to build your team around him, but he is one that could be involved um, in some trade conversations. So to see what and where he goes could be very interesting. Jay Crowder, again, this is one that we've been talking about since even before the season started. And the fact that it's gone this long is kind of surprising, especially when you see how quick the Kyrie Irving trade moved um, once he didn't make that trade request known. But, you know, Looking to see what eventually happens with him, I do think that this is another domino that could be bigger than what some people realize. Because if he goes to the right team where his skill set is extremely for example, if he were to come to the Chicago Bulls, that would pay off bigger dividends for the Bulls than it would some other teams because then you're looking at Jay Crowder. And I know there's been some talk if, if he's going to be willing to come off the bench. I just don't see them not starting P. Will. But then you're looking at bringing two tough players. And, and Andre Drummond and Jay Crowder off the bench in a team that needs a lot of toughness. Now, again, that changes your lineup a lot. When you look at Javante Green, Derek Jones Jr., one of those players are probably going to be sent out in that. Seems like the Bulls have been reluctant to include Kobe White in trade. So I do not, even though a Kobe for Jay Crowder trade straight up gets you there, don't necessarily expect that. But Jay Crowder is another chip that you're waiting to fall for. Bojan Bogdanovic as well, another player. Expected, uh, you know, rumored to go to the Lakers if they're willing to move off both their picks and do what needs to be done to get him in there for the 33-year-old uh, uh, forward who can do some do some really things, really great things. The Lakers, for example, are dead last in three-pointers made. Bojan immediately comes in, or Bojan, Bojan immediately comes in and helps them with that. So teams that need three-point shooting, Bogdanovich is definitely on their radar. Again, another player that maybe the Bulls can pursue, even though those contracts, it, it gets a little... Finicky in there with the Bulls trying to match contracts that, are, that get to the double-digit areas. John Collins is another one. The John Collins trade is something that literally since he signed that extension with the Atlanta Hawks, there's been talks, rumors that he wants to get out of there. Hasn't come to fruition as of yet. Seems like the Atlanta Hawks are more um, in a position and motivated to try to get John Collins moved than probably what they ever were before. Kind of the last things that we heard about that is that they are uh, lowering their asking price. And I do also think the Kyrie Irving trade is going to lower asking price from some other players, but definitely one as well. And then teams are also watching to see what the Chicago Bulls do. Do they decide to blow it up? Do they decide to move one of their big three? Again, highly unlikely by what we've heard from this team. They're more so seeming like they want to add to this team than take away some, some key talent to this team to see what this team can do on the back half of the season. So be on the lookout for that as well. But again, 
this is a Bulls channel. I feel pretty tuned in with the Bulls. I don't expect the Bulls to make a really big trade involving one of their big three. Cam Reddish is another player that is uh, probably going to be moved at this trade deadline. The Knicks seem motivated to do so, so be on the lookout for that. Kyrie Irving chip is already uh, fading in. Russell Westbrook. The Los Angeles Lakers are motivated to try to move Russell Westbrook to try to get something in and take advantage of that before that contract expires. They're even willing to, to pair the 2027-29 first-round picks, the only picks that they can trade and the furthest out that they can trade. They're willing to do that for the right deal and expect the Lakers to be on the phone. And I think the Lakers are going to make some version of a deal, whether it just involves the picks and maybe a, a, a smaller uh, contract or if it just involves Russell Westbrook or a combination of all three or two of those combination of those three things. So be on the lookout for that as well as we go into the trade deadline that is only three days away going down on Thursday. But before we go, I want to talk about some of the more interesting trades that have been pre presented for the Chicago Bulls one. And one in specific, that is this trade with the Phoenix Suns that the Suns will get Lonzo Ball, Kobe White, Dalen Terry, and the Bulls get Chris Paul. That is a dumb trade. And I understand that Bulls fans are really upset with this team right now, rightfully so. But it's not worth it. That that trade is not a trade that that improves your team. That's in the in the short term. All you, I guess you can make an argument for improving maybe in the short term, but that is just a stupid trade. And the fact that some people are pushing for that trade, I got I got concerns about you guys, fellas. I got some serious concerns if you think that's a good trade for the Chicago Bulls. Next trade up is the Bulls getting involved in a three-team trade that sends OG Ananobi, Derek Jones Jr., and Tony Bradley to the Memphis Grizzlies, which I guess Tony Bradley would then become Steven Adams' new bench-pressing thing when he just pick them up all day. And then the Raptors would get Dylan Brooks, Zaire Williams, uh, Kobe White, and draft picks from Memphis and Chicago, and the Bulls just walk away with, with Tyus Jones? Listen, terrible trade. Like, I get it that the Bulls need some help and they need some depth, but we got to stop with the dumb trade ideas just to get one player in and not take anything into consideration. Like, doing all that to get Tyus Jones? And I can get it. Tyus Jones is making double digits, uh, in, in, like tens of millions of dollars. I think it's $14 million. But, and you have to move considerable contracts. But this is why deals at this level probably aren't going to happen for the Chicago Bulls. That is another dumbass trade. And then lastly, this is a trade that I don't necessarily hate as much as I thought that I would coming into looking at this trade. After looking at some of the numbers, um, and this one is TJ McConnell for Kobe White. Now, TJ McConnell, a player that's 30 years old, 6'1", um, is a solid shooter, but I look at him and saying, trade Kobe White for that. I'd rather just roll the dice on Kobe, and I'd rather re-sign Kobe and see if Kobe is going to turn into and continue developing that, those skills than bet on a player that's over 30, smaller than Kobe White, isn't the defender that Kobe White is at times either that Kobe White's turning into and has way less upside than Kobe White as well. So again, another trade where I think I understand the mindset behind it, but I still think it's a dumb trade. I don't hate it as much as some of the other ones, but it's still not a good trade. But you guys can let me know down below what are some of the worst trades that you've seen out there for the Chicago Bulls, as well as what are some of the better trades? What are some good trade ideas that you think you've seen that the Chicago Bulls have been rumored or talked into? But that is it for me for today, at least for right now, because we still got our pregame, halftime hangout, and postgame shows all going down on the channel live tonight, and I will be back for all three of those. So make sure you guys are tuned in and subscribed to the channel. Otherwise, you can follow me at Bulls Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, BullsCentralPod at gmail.com. 
Lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail for our mailbag episodes, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related because of you guys. And like I like to end everything on, go Bulls. Love you guys. See Red, y'all. And peace. This has been a presentation of The Break Break Media. Media.